This podcast contains some seriously questionable content. We're talking scenes of a sexual nature with adult themes and strong language, not just in English. Hello, welcome to Asian Friend. I'm Rob, and I'm not Asian. I'm Phil, and I'm not Asian. I'm Colin, I'm the Asian. <laughs> you Asian bastard, Colin. Oh, you Full name, King Han Colin. I think we should have to say that. It's not just Colin, it's King Han Colin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, confirmed. King Han confirmed. <laughs> so, how's life, Colin? You living the dream? Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty standard life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say this. <laughs> pretty standard life. Well, what we're going to do first, Colin, is we're going to have a little uh, Chinese lesson from you. Are you going to teach us uh, a word or a phrase used, used in China? I've probably taught you these guys' words before. <laughs> now, is this going to be an actual word that means what you say it means, or are you going to tell us something completely different, like people get soup tattooed thinking it means courage? <laughs> um, it's more like uh, it's actually what it means. Cool. Okay. Good. True Chinese. True, true Chinese. True Cantonese. <laughs> what do we say? Mandarin is for bitches, Colin. Uh, Chinese is for bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the uh, what's the lesson, Colin? So the word I thought of is. Just did a little jingle between. <laughs> <laughs> No, we should introduce the section by uh, Phil talking in um, a Chinese accent, saying, Chinese lesson! <laughs> oh, welcome to Agile Friend Podcast! Chinese lesson! <laughs> oh, dear God. What's, what's it sound like if you try and do a proper, like... Uh, <laughs> what do you mean proper? <laughs> <laughs> Not proper, I guess. Like, if Phil were to do his one, and then you were to try and make it better, what would you do? <laughs> I'm actually quite sure because Phil's one makes Phil's one reminds me of Japanese more than Chinese yeah <laughs> that's because I'm ignorant and can't tell the difference really <laughs> sounds like something you hear like Takeshi's Castle or something <laughs> Takeshi's Castle's great though yeah although not relevant we can't talk about it here because it's Japanese let's move on <laughs> Asian is pretty much covers all those cultures it's true so does that mean we have to talk about things that are not just Chinese? Let's so only call it Chinese friend. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to change the whole thing now. Chinese friend's not as good. <laughs> it's just not. The word is Gui Lao. Gui Lao. Gui Lao. <laughs> what do you think it means? Fuck no. Um, it's it's not going to be anything like what you think it is, no. is it? At all. Sounds like grey load. <laughs> Just a huge grey shit. Does anyone do grey shits? Oh, you might not need to look into that if you do. <laughs> um, is, it a, is it a rude word? No, not really. So, the literal translation would be ghost man. Ghost man. Ghost it's man. what we call white people. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That's actually awesome. Oh, that's so good. So you call us yellow, so we call you white, but in a different sense. <laughs> so I assume that happens a lot in China. Does it also happen a lot in the UK? 
yeah, when everyone refers to any other English person as that. So now we know what they're saying <laughs> when we see Chinese people and they're laughing at us when we walk past. I'm still not going to understand what they're saying. Guaylao. <laughs> ghost man. Feels a ghost man. I'm a ghost man. No, I'm not. That's why I've got tattoos, so I'm colourful. Still a ghost man. I don't have to get a tan then. Ghost man with colour. Ghost man with colour. <laughs> so really, well, it's just white well, man, but yeah, because guay means ghost. You're saying that they're white. <laughs> when was the last time you used it? For real? <laughs> <laughs> All the time of my parents, really. <laughs> it's just slang, really, in Chinese, so... So your parents are slagging white people up all the time? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just how we refer to them. <laughs> do your parents always speak in Chinese or do they speak in English? Um, mostly Chinese. Their English is not great. <laughs> how, much, how much time have you actually spent in uh, China? Because you, you've pretty much like been in England your whole life, right? Yeah, I only go down... used to go there for holidays, like every two or three years to Hong Kong, but other than that, not really, not a lot. Do you have family over there still? Yeah, got a big family. Massive so. family? Yes. <laughs> do they all laugh at you like we do? No. We probably <laughs> spend our time laughing at you guys. <laughs> so they don't call you a ghost man? <laughs> a wannabe ghost man? <laughs> not well enough. <laughs> so they drive on the left-hand side of the road in Hong Kong? Same as we do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Do you go out of Hong Kong and they drive... I know they drive on the other side, don't they? Yeah. Do you go out, like, of Hong Kong anywhere else? Um, no, not really. You need a visa for that. Yeah. So, yeah, a bit more difficult to get into China for so me. I just sort of wondered how you transition from driving on the left side like we do to driving on the right side. <laughs> do you, is there, like, a cross lane, like in Scale Electrics, where you go <laughs> around the track and you're like that? No. I don't know. How does it work if you drive to France? Yeah, but you just get off the ferry and yeah, you yeah. get straight onto the right side of the road, I guess. Yeah, fuck you, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there must be some sort of crisscross at the border of Hong Kong or something. It's got to be weird, man. Hi, oh, jumpings! Don't know why I have to pull up the face of it. Look at Claire here squinting and all that as well. <laughs> to get into the character the authenticity <laughs> with, with the squid oh my god you tried doing it without squinting good times <laughs> I guess that's a, a nice segue in, into Asian things as this week we are what, discussing squinting? yeah because this week we're, we're talking about stereotypes um, so I guess the top sort of Chinese stereotypes we come across we'll throw them out there and we'll see what Colin thinks of them <laughs> <laughs> so now, now that we were already there, let's let's just say squinty eyes. Colin, do all Asian people have squinty eyes? Well, you're looking at me. Do I have squinty eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You just have King Han Colin eyes. <laughs> um, no, they do not all have squinty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. King Han Colin verifies not all Asians have squinty eyes. <laughs> I suppose anyone can have squinty eyes, really, if you think about it. True. I've seen them. Um, ghost people <laughs> with squinty eyes. <laughs> How about you, Phil? What's your um, what, what's top of your list for stereotypes? I'm gonna go right in there. Colin, do all Chinese? Oh, sorry, no. Do all Asian people have small penises? 
that no, I haven't got many penises to compare with. <laughs> so you've never sat there with Google and gone, typical Asian penis? <laughs> no. <laughs> but story time. It's unfortunate. No. I was in Japan a few years ago with my, some British friends, some Chinese friends. We were in one of those mixed uh, bathhouses. Okay. And um, so there was this old guy walking past. <laughs> and, he, and he walked past my British friend and he looked down at his dick and was like, ooh, American sausage, very big. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's anything to compare by. <laughs> the way he said that. American sausage, very big. <laughs> So he's probably seen a lot more than me. <laughs> God. I think secretly what Phil was really asking is, Colin, do you have a massive cock? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously not so secretly now, but yeah. <laughs> My next one. It, the classic, all Asians are good at math. And I think that we don't even have to ask Colin this because we both went to school with Colin. And I used to copy some work from Colin. Did You You did, must have done as well at some point. Yeah, some definitely. Point, definitely. And uh, I think Colin was pretty shit at maths. And <laughs> look how well we turned out. <laughs> no, I, I guess you. you pro, uh, I saw you in school as pre, a pretty, pretty clever guy, but I'm sure I remember at one point I copied something off you in a lesson and got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in your math classes. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I, I thought we were in the same class with that uh, lady, sort of shortish lady with short hair. I can't remember her name. Uh, what, the Scottish lady? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Get out of here, Nye woman. Oh, <laughs> Get out of here, Nye. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, what's her name? Um, no, I don't remember her name. Miss Atkins? No. no. I had Miss, Ter- Miss Terry as my math teacher. You had more than one math teacher. This was before GCSE level. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, was maybe. It, uh, was it um, uh, Lorna's mum? I don't know, actually. Uh, Miss Ballantyne. Yeah, that one. That's her, isn't it? Uh, yes. Short lady, shoulder bobby, brown hair, glasses, and a fat ass. Lorna <laughs> <laughs> might hear this. <laughs> yeah, doubtful. <laughs> Doubt anyone's going to hear this really, Rob. <laughs> but you mean, I don't know if... I, I can't remember that much from school. It might not have been maths, but... I think but I've copied Colin in maths and then went down a maths group and he stayed up. I don't, <laughs> don't get how that happened. But I, I guess the main point is, if we're copying anything of Colin and it was wrong, that, that must mean he's not that reliable at everything. <laughs> anything what, what, but <laughs> what, what would you say? Would you say you're pretty good at maths? Do you remember what grade you got in GCSE? A. Son of a bitch, I got a B. Mate, I got a D and I <laughs> tore my girlfriend at the time the maths that we had to do and she got a B and I got a D. How does that make sense? Because you're a dumbass. Because <laughs> you like the D. <laughs> he I, got you there. I, I got, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna hide now. <laughs> Cry in the corner. I'm well, straight out the gate there. I've just pulled out my list, and that's the, uh, the top three I had on my list. Uh, <laughs> Small genitals. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. So I actually googled um, why do Chinese, and it had some yeah, questionable stuff that come up, as you'd imagine. But one of them was that every, all Asian people love gambling. I guess typically you see them all around the roulette wheel and stuff when you go in casinos. Or they're playing. What's the one with the little white, almost like domino things that have got the pictures on? 
I know what you mean, but I can't, I can't remember what it's called. No, you penis. <laughs> you know what a domino is, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have them, but they have like little picture faces on it said, like, is it Mion or something like that? Mahong, like Mion? I don't know. <laughs> something like that. Mahjong. Uh, uh, Mahjong. But yeah, you, they uh, like, every time you see Asian people gambling, that's the sort of thing they're playing. Like, you see little old ladies playing that in place, and then there's the guys around like a roulette table or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. Um, from the select group of Asian Zone, though, I would say probably that's quite true. But yeah, it's not for everyone, really. <laughs> so you're saying within the, the group of people you know, it's true that, that gambling is a thing? Like... Yeah, for my parents and their friends, yeah. Alright, so your, your parents go out gambling at casinos? Or... Um, they don't really go to the casinos anymore. They used to, but they've stopped now. But they still play Mahjong quite often between their friends. But it's more for like a social aspect than for gambling. I'm sure it's. I'm sure they tell you that, Colin. And then there's all that superstition that I guess comes into it, like the whole four. Yeah, four. <laughs> Asians hate the number four. Apparently, is that true? Uh, it's true. Yeah. If you go to China, all the ele- like lifts and stuff, they'll miss out the fourth floor, the fourteenth floor, and all that. But do people live on those floors and stuff yeah. like that, or is it just like an empty floor? I think they just skip that floor out. <laughs> So, to, would an elevator go one, two, three, five? Yeah. So, the te- the, technically, the fifth floor, fifth floor is the fourth floor. Possibly, but... Unless they physically have that floor and it's, like, vacant, no one's in there. <laughs> People that are living on floor five are living on the fourth floor. But it's the number that counts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dismissive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess this is like the most clear-cut stereotype that is like one hundred percent true. Like it's easy to sort of go with. I when I used to work in a shop that sold phones, I remember I would have Asian people come in to buy SIM cards, and they'd ask to look through the entire pack that you have on hand because they wouldn't want to take any phone number that had a number four in it. You'd be there for ages waiting whilst they dig through and find a phone number that doesn't have four in it. Yeah, I guess four. Let's pronounce say say, which is. Sounds pretty much like say, which is means deaf or dead. You literally just said the same word. I'm sure you did. <laughs> can you can you say them again? So four is say. So yeah, you Sam say one two three four. Say is dead. <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said the same word again. Yeah, it sounds the same to us, I guess. To do us, you, ghost you, people. Or, the... or, if you, or if you say like fourteen, which is uh, sub say. If you say that sub say sub say. Which probably sounds the same to you again. Well, that means like you're just... guaranteed to die, so 14 is even like worse sometimes to people. Oh, great. <laughs> All I'm hearing is just say, 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 say. <laughs> so do you, do you struggle with, when you're speaking Chinese people, do you hear the differences in the words? Like, or do you sometimes go, you just said, like, you've just done four? Um, no, it's normally, you kind of think of it in the context that they're speaking in. Okay, like, yeah, that makes so sense. So you kind of know what they mean yeah. most of the time. So, does that mean it is essentially the same word, but in the context of the whole sentence, it's... It is. The tone of it is slightly different. <laughs> it's not. You just said the same thing. <laughs> like the, uh, and the, the, how, you, how it's written is completely different as well. Okay. The tone thing is the confusing thing, because I've heard people say it before, that there are words that are like the same, same-ish sort of thing. It's just the tone you say it, but like, I don't know. The difference is so small. Like, how do you tell the difference? <laughs> I suppose it's what, you're, what you grow up with, isn't it? And what you're used to. And you just need some Asian ears. <laughs> some Asian ears. <laughs> if I get a transplant and get some Asian ears. <laughs> Next one. Asians always use chopsticks. 
Is that true, Colin? Wow. Where have you got that from? <laughs> it was one of the top things that came up in Google. <laughs> wow, we do use chopsticks. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm we do use chopsticks. But we can use knives and forks as well. Is Depends it, on what we're eating, really. <clears throat> is it pretty common for every household to also have knife and forks? Yeah, it's pretty general. normal too, yeah. Like, even if you go to, like, the rural sort of... How do you say it? Like, in Australia, you say, like, the outback. What's the equivalent of the outback in China? <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> that, that area, <laughs> do they also have knives and forks there? Or if it's, like, really that I rural... just asked him if he went out of Hong Kong, like, and he said no. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to take me there first. <laughs> That is a great idea. Colin should come up with a great idea. We need to go to China, somewhere that's not Hong Kong where Colin's been, and just be like, can we come in and see if you use that before? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, just uh, with a video camera, just taking Colin on tour in Asia would be pretty fun. <laughs> Instead of Carl Pilkinson, just saying Colin. <laughs> a Chinese abroad. <laughs> <laughs> In China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag in China. I mean, do you see it as, like, actually, you said you go on holiday to, to Hong Kong and you have done. Do you see that as going on holiday or would you be like, I'm going home with the rest of my family? Um, depends on who I'm going with, really. If I'm going with friends, it's like a holiday. But if I'm going with family, I see it's more like time with family, but I still get time alone to do things. So what do you do when you're alone in Hong Kong? <laughs> <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> well, the lifestyle is completely different. All the shops and stuff close after midnight, even on the weekday. So you can just be out shopping or still eating really late. I thought you were saying um, midnight was early then. <laughs> what do you mean that is? Shops close here at like five o'clock outside London anyway. Yeah, but then even on weekdays, the shops close really late, like past 11 or so. So, on, yeah, but that means it's late in comparison to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Depends okay. on the shop, though, doesn't it? I guess. What sort of shop? Like, do you mean, like, every shop? Um, the Just malls and stuff will be closed, but you've got all the street kind of shops, like areas, which people do at street markets, they'll be open. And all the entertainment-like places, like bowling, all that kind of thing, those, those will be open. Yeah, that's kind of normal, though. But if it's, like, I don't know, like, corner shops, like, news agents and supermarkets and stuff maybe that is a bit weirder if they're open to midnight but. my corner shops are open to like 11-ish some of them midnight that's true what they are very exciting shops shops Asian <laughs> shops uh, have you got any more you want to add or should I just carry on my list if you see films it's always some Chinese guy getting beaten up until the one guy turns up that knows Kung Fu like there are loads of films about that that's more of a stereotype is that every yeah. Chinese person knows Kung Fu <laughs> Is it something that, that you think people do, or is it just a, if people want to do it, they do it sort of thing, like everyone else? It's, yeah, when people want to do it, they want to do it. It's not really, like, a, they're forced to anything. It's like, you kind of, people kind of think that all Asians, that know kind of, some kind of instrument, but that's not true, you all say. Never heard that one. I have. Because uh, that goes, ties in with also that all Asian parents are really strict. Yeah. Uh, is that true as well? Um... Look at his face, he's like, uh, yes. You're, de- you're defending a nation here, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> From my point of view, my parents aren't, I think it goes back to more like traditional Chinese parents, mm. that they're a bit more strict towards their children and want them to have their, like, their best 
for them, but it's, that's not really the case anymore. I think a lot of the like parents are a bit more relaxed now mm. about how they raise their kids. And there's the more traditional ones that are strict that usually do enforce you to learn a musical instrument, I think, isn't it, typically? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah they do kind of do that. It's just more like a discipline, yeah. I guess, to them. I suppose that sort of ties in with <coughs> Asians being good at maths and stuff like that. If your parents are drawing maths into you because they want well, you to succeed not, in life. Well, it's not just maths for them over there. Oh, yeah, It's no. just studying in general. They study a lot harder over there. The next one I've got on my list is uh, uh, that all Asians seem to love gold and red as colours. Red is because of um, it's the envelopes of the money, isn't it? Uh, red is generally like a good luck kind of colour, I believe. But don't quote me on this. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought I thought red was because um, some form of pay or something used to come in a red envelope. And obviously, yeah. when you get money, you're not going to be like, "Oh no, money!" You're going to be like, "Yeah, money, red money, yeah." Is that not linked to some sort of um, event or something, or is that just a general? I don't know. It's a general tradition, like. Um, Chinese New Year's will get like red envelopes with money inside. Yeah, I thought that was it. I remember something called, it must have been that when I was working in a shop somewhere. Do you celebrate Chinese New Year? Um, my family don't really, because they're normally working or something. But, yeah. <laughs> over, obviously over in like, Hong Kong and China, it's a lot bigger over there. But we, when I was working in Munich, they had the guys out there and there was a um, Chinese team over um, as well. And they they literally had everything in the area they were working. They had all the lanterns up and everything for their Chinese New Year while still working in the factory. It was crazy. Yeah, it's a lot bigger for, to some people, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, they don't normally work in that period either. So This next one um, is not one that I thought of at all or ever thought of, but it came up. It was one of the top things in Google when I searched, like, why do Chinese, blah, 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 blah. And it said, restaurants are always closed on Tuesday. Why are Chinese restaurants always closed on Tuesday? I've never heard that before. Does that ring a bell to any of you? Well, my parents' place used to close on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) They close on Mondays now. Just to clarify, Colin's parents own a Chinese takeaway. No, you do normally see a lot of Asian Chinese takeaways and stuff. Things close on Tuesday. But I do not know why. It's just a thing. Do your parents have a Chinese takeaway? Yeah. I always thought it was fish and chips. Well, so it's, well, it's the same thing in England, isn't it? All Chinese takeaways in England sell fish and chips. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do chips, just not fish and chips. I've got a couple more that came up on the old googly. <laughs> Google air? This next one, <clears throat> I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'll see what Colin says first. Another one that didn't sort of come into mind when I was thinking about it, but came up on Google, is why do Chinese people drink hot water? Uh, generally, I don't like drinking hot water, but um, a lot of people think that it's better for you because it like regulates more with your body temperature. If you yeah. drink like a warm, you warm, drink warm water. That's what I thought it was. Um, that's that's the same with like people say if you drink a hot drink, it will cool you down more than drinking a cold drink. Doesn't feel like it does, but yeah, mm-hmm. it stops your body working to cool you down. Right, I've got one more. <coughs> One more stereotype for you, Colin, which I think is the most bullshit one, but it was the number one thing that came up on Google. Why do Chinese people always wear face masks? Oh, you mean the not like a baby <clears throat> face mask, like an actual, like, cover the mouth? For a second, I actually thought it was, like, proper, like, yeah, face masks, yeah. as in, like, no, skin yeah, face masks. Yeah, the ones that cover the mouth. Yeah, the ones that cover the mouth. But that's just because... It's just health reasons. They don't want to spread yeah. germs and things like that. They have to have a cold or something, normally. Yeah. A lot of them are, yeah, because they keep their own germs in or if they're in a heavily polluted area and stuff like that. 
Yeah, a lot of China is heavily polluted because of all the factories, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. How's Hong Kong for pollution? Is that pretty good? Not actually sure. <laughs> probably pretty bad, but it's... Surely no worse than London. It's probably worse. It's quite cramped there now. It's over, quite overpopulated as well. And there's not really much room to expand. Do they still have the population control in place? Like, kid, families are only allowed one kid and stuff? And uh, that... That was lifted recently in China, that was lifted, wasn't it? That was I don't lifted, know. Yeah. I do not pay attention to the news, so... Chinese news! <laughs> Chinese news! Fully ignorant! Oh, we should have spoken about, like, things like um, South Park with whatever his name is. The city what guy? Like, do you ever get offended by stuff like that, or do you just find it funny? Cause it's... I just find it funny. Yeah. I've never been offended by, like, racist comments, really. <laughs> you kind of just learn to ignore it as well for some, on some in case some I suppose, cases, it, I suppose it depends on who does it as well doesn't it like, I know that if my friends do it that is more like casual racism it's more like <laughs> get laugh but yeah yeah I kind of you dirty white man <laughs> no for, so for me like nothing anyone ever says is offensive because like as long as you're not physically hurting me like fucking stabbing me I don't give a shit you can say anything words don't hurt really so I don't know why I don't know why people so often get up on their high horses and they're like, yeah, oh, that's you, offensive. Yeah, you just can't learn to ignore it. Yeah. I suppose it's, people see it as like bullying and stuff, don't they? But like I said, there's differences between... If I was to say it to some random Chinese person I didn't know... Yeah, that's more racist. Yeah. But we can say anything to Colin because he's our mate and it's all a bit of a laugh. But even, even when you say it to someone you don't know, like people often cling on to whatever the most obvious thing that they can think of being offensive it may not necessarily Mm -hmm. be intended to be that racism but uh, it just comes out that way because I don't know if if you're I don't know an Asian guy and you see a white guy you think well the most obvious thing is that he's white so we'll call him a ghost man the cunt (laughs) (laughs) I've added cunt in as well but it's where we've grown up with Colin like I went to lots of schools with Colin from pretty much Bartons, I think? Yes, Bartons. Yeah, so that was... What school is that? I don't know what that is. Yeah, three to six. No, that's the Burnham, wasn't it? It's the one before, the one before junior school, isn't it? Prim- yeah. No. Well, yeah. yeah, it'd be primary. No, well, it'd be, it'd be wouldn't, primary. It, wouldn't it go nursery, primary, secondary? No, it's the one before that. Before nursery? So nursery, nurse, No, nursery for me was Busy Beach Playgroup, I think. And then I went to Barton's... Oh, Infants. That's what I'm Oh, yeah. Sorry, Infant School, yeah. So, like, I mean, it's I've, probably something totally different in every other country. But. Yeah. But I've, like, grown up with Colin, and I take the piss out of Colin because he's Colin. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's Asian. It's because he's an absolute legend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But Colin's always taking the piss out of us as well. It's not like a, a one-way thing. It's not like I'll beat the Asian guy. <laughs> did you ever have throughout any of your school time anyone saying racist comments other than your friends taking a piss you obviously get those like when you're just like walking into town or something you get some ignorant chavs and stuff that make <laughs> random comments but throw yeah, back to chavs you kind of just learn to ignore them because yeah you know, why kick up a fuss over things like that that's just that was just a classic thing in Bognor though wasn't it yeah. just chavs bullying everyone it's still saying now, isn't it? I mean, I got, I got shouted at once for wearing black clothes. Yeah, it was, that, yeah. When, whenever you walk anywhere in public in Bognor, the, the worry, if you're not a chav yourself, is that you're <laughs> going to get called, uh, I don't know, a goth, or yeah. you're going to get racial abuse if you're Colin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's part of the reason. It's not, I don't think it's just Bognor, it's just any small town mentality. Just Small towns seem to be full of chavs that go around 
I don't know, beating people up and abusing people for no reason. Yeah. Fucking bastards. So now we're going to read a fan fiction story handpicked by Phil. <laughs> Phil wrote this story. Uh, no, no, I did not. <laughs> so, some guy called Lyris Malachi wrote this story. Hey, that's Phil's um, name. And as we sort of uh, seem to have found... <clears throat> when you look for fan fiction, the vast majority of them are Harry Potter themed. Uh, so this one is a Harry Potter themed one. Speaking of Harry Potter, apparently there might be three new books and three new films based on Harry Potter, not not Fantastic Beasts, but actual Harry Potter. Yeah, I saw about that. I don't know how true that is, but I don't think it should happen really. Let's just leave it as it was. It is now. Story time, Colin. <laughs> Corin Sheck. So here's the uh, the Harry Potter fan fiction we have found via BuzzFeed. Thirteen most fucked up fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it is entitled First Encounter by Lyris Malika. Take it away, Colin Sheck. <laughs> you always take a deep breath before you're about to read something really shit. Because <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Hogwarts side and it. <laughs> Colin side. <laughs> Colin side. Fuck this shit. Hogwarts side and it echoed within his, em- his empty halls. Hogwarts has a gender? <laughs> Apparently it does. You can find that soon. The students had all left for the summer and he felt empty and useless. Hagrid was often around, but he was usually too focused on bizarre animals to fulfil the needs of Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Professors were popping occasionally, but being a magic school, Hogwarts didn't need much upkeeping. The little he did need was taken care of by Filch. So, two questions. Are they saying the gender of Hogwarts is male, and that... Yeah. Yeah, the, well, the second question is who the fuck is Filch? Filch uh, is the caretaker with the catty penis. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Harry Potter. He's like the scraggly, creepy-looking dude with the long hair that always has... <laughs> is it Mrs. Norris with him? I don't know why I did that. Mrs. Norris. <laughs> yeah, and the cat. He's the one that nails all the things up when um, Dolores Umbridge is in charge. Good times. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? The name rings a bell, but I can't remember what he looks like. He's the guy that catches him in the library and stuff when Harry's got the invisibility cloak on. Hmm. Uh, he's literally like a bald guy on top with like long, scraggly hair. He's okay, the, yeah. He's, fuck, fuck, how do you not know who he is? He's the caretaker. I'm going to find a picture now. So right. annoy me. He's the caretaker, dude. He shuddered, causing small trembles throughout the halls. That, that was barely discernible except by the spiders and owls. He didn't care much for Filch, wishing he could walk without his grip feet touching his magnificent, magnificent stone floors. He had long since stopped trying to force his floors open to swallow Filch and Mrs Norris whole. <laughs> Besides, if he kept it up, he would be risking a prolapsed staircase and that was no laughing matter. This is weird, like, talking in the sense of Hogwarts itself being a person, a person. yeah. And but also, what does squib feet mean? What? It says the walk without his squib feet touching. What 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 does squib mean? No idea. I can't even see it. Uh, squib. 
Squib. Squib. Squib. Web search. B. It's a race. Although, like a muggle, they can't perform magic, a squib is often far more integrated in the wizarding world. Ah, so it's like someone that's involved in Hogwarts being a squib. That'd be what it is. Good times. <laughs> well, that was exciting. Roll on, Colin. The giant squid saw how miserable Hogwarts was. It was true that he also missed these students, but for an entirely different reason. He missed their terrified screams as he revealed himself, rising <coughs> in the murky depths of the lake. <laughs> I don't remember there being a huge squid. No, do I. But let's just go with it. His sewage eyes stared mournfully at his very large tentacles. At one time, he had dreams of being an actor. <laughs> <laughs> the larger he grew, the fewer agents and scouts would come calling until they finally stopped altogether. There wasn't much in the market for a squid that would split a schoolgirl from stem to stern. <laughs> Grim. Oh. God. He stared at his tentacles as I moved gently in the current. Schoolgirls were out. A plan formed in his mind and he swam to the surface. Hesitating, momentarily being put before pulling himself from the water. It ran off his rubbery skin in rivulets as he made his way across the grounds. No humans were around to witness the incredible trek and no human would believe his eyes had he been a witness. Hogwarts watched the giant squid approach and felt apprehension well up in his kitchen. I think Colin's waiting for one of us to read the next bit. <laughs> oh, was <yeah. laughs> Is that why he paused? Yeah. Hogwarts watched the giant squid approach and felt apprehension well up in his kitchen. What are you doing? The words weren't spoken, but they were understood. Just trust me. (laughs) (laughs) The giant squid replied, caressing... (laughs) (laughs) The giant squid... (laughs) The giant squid replied, caressing Hogwarts' outer walls. I'm not ready! Hogwarts exclaimed, trying to push the giant squid away with his magic. I don't know why a castle speaks like that, but we'll we'll carry on. Hogwarts, you're lonely. I'm lonely. We don't have to be. Besides, you can't go around manipulating your staircases. That is a perfect... That is exactly how a squid would speak. (laughs) You know about that. Everyone does, sort of. That's beside the point. I've never... <laughs> the temperature within rose in embarrassment. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll go slow. I promise. <laughs> this is fucking squid in a castle. <laughs> oh, shit. He began to caress a window, teasing it open. <laughs> caress a window? Hogwarts side. They're fighting leaving him. He relaxed, allowing the tentacle inside, where it brushed against it in the walls. <laughs> Before slapping it on the stone floor, he fastened these suction cups to the floor, lifting the tentacle away so that it pulled on the floor without losing its grip. Another side swept through the halls of Hogwarts. Oh, Merlin, that feels so good. 
His rapture turned to fright as he felt a tentacle work its way into the second window. I don't. Trust me, it'll feel good. Remember this. <laughs> he pulled the suction cups a little harder and, and Hogwarts groaned. Do that again! The giant. <laughs> <laughs> your voice is throwing me off. Every time you speak, I try and emu- I start emulating your squid voice. <laughs> I can't keep remembering what I'm doing for this good voice. I'm sure it's different every time. <clears throat> Do that again! Turn it Scottish now. Do that again! <laughs> that wasn't even Scottish. I don't know what I'm doing. Get out of here, Nay! The giant squid compiled as he did say, thrust his second tentacle in. Hogwarts shuddered, shuddered. Coming very close to the end of the fun, the giant squid backed off, unwilling to finish so soon. He waited for Hogwarts to calm before sending the second tentacle to search the room. <coughs> he felt the need to fill Hogwarts as much as possible and he raised another tentacle, caressing his outer walls, running along window sills and tracing individual bricks. So caught up in the bliss, Hogwarts didn't notice the giant squid slip in the third and fourth tentacle. Day fucking bastard. Just to be clear, a squid is fucking Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, squid is, squid is having sex with Hogwarts. A male. <laughs> okay. This is incredible. Hogwarts breathed. This isn't even the best part. He held up his long... <laughs> he held up his two longest tentacles. <laughs> These can reach farther than a room. They can go into your hallways. I want them in me. Are you sure? They're quite large. Apprehension <laughs> rolled through his kitchen again. While he was deciding, the giant squid forced another tentacle in. You have three tentacles left to decide. What happens if I don't? In response, the giant squid slipped. <laughs> My voice is different every <laughs> single time. I don't know what to do. In response, the giant squid slid a sixth into another window. Two. He said simply and with a hint of warning. Hogwarts could take them all. He knew he could. But what would the other wizarding schools think? How do they pronounce that? Bow batons? Yeah, bow batons. Would bow batons allow a giant squid to violate her? Certainly not. If them strong ever found out, there would be no end of teasing. The giant squid grew impatient and slid a se- seventh tentacle into a window, followed immediately by the eighth. Two, one, time's up and you didn't decide. What? But that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple answer. Yes or no. Now I'll have to punish you. (laughs) And with that, he struck Hogwarts square on the outer wall with a paddle-like tentacle. Hogwarts yelped and tried to squirm away, but the tentacles and his foundation held firm. The giant squid struck him with the, the other again and again. He smacked the naughty wizarding squid until <laughs> he stopped for the giant squid to stop. And still, he spanked. This literally just makes no sense. Like, how does a castle squirm and run away? It's a magic school. <laughs> the giant squids finally stopped, but Hogwarts didn't have time for a reprieve before the giant squid forced his extra long spanking tentacles into two separate windows. They slid through the room and forced the doors open, the pain only adding to Hogwarts' pleasure. This is fucked up, man. The tentacles were in the halls now, massaging the long stone tunnels. 
This was incredible, the giant squid thought. He really should have done this ages ago. Every tentacle was in a different window. No schoolgirl, no matter how many movies she made, could hold all ten tentacles at once. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about the way that line was written then. Is this this like... (laughs) Is this like a Harry Potter version of tentacle porn? Is that what, is that what we're reading right now? <laughs> no matter how many movies she made. Each one moved differently and with a different pace, driving Hogwarts crazy with the inability to match his speed. He felt a familiar feeling and doubled his efforts. Ink exploded all over Hogwarts. <laughs> Some finding his way into the windows, he unified his tentacles somewhat, completely focused on Hogwarts. He must be close. <laughs> he must be close. Then it happened. Water shot out their facets. <laughs> Toilets overflowed and bread set in the ovens. What? what? Toilets overflowed and bread set in the ovens to keep warm by thoughtful house... Oh, house elves exploded. What? <laughs> Do you want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> then it happened. Water shot out their facets. <laughs> Toilets overflowed and bread set in the ovens to keep bread set in the ovens to keep warm by four four he's struggling with that sentence so much. It just doesn't make sense in my head. And bread and bread set in ovens to keep warm by four. What are you struggling? Yeah. So it's basically it's just a really shit way of saying there was bread in the oven and it exploded. Yeah, basically. Last try. Water shot out of <laughs> Toilets overflowed and bread set in the ovens to keep warm. <laughs> You're adding D. There, there is no D in there. <laughs> then it happened. Water shot out the faucets. Toilets. Toilets overflowed and bread set in ovens to keep warm by thoughtful house elves exploded. Yeah. I don't know why I keep adding the D. keep <laughs> adding D. There is no D. Toilets overflowed and bread set in ovens to keep warm. <laughs> How many times do you go with this Toilets overflowed and bread set in ovens to keep warm by thoughtful house elves exploded. Hogwarts shook violently to his foundations, rousing Filch from bed and sending house elves and Mrs. Norris scrambling for cover. Even Hagrid heard the groan of stone and came running. What was that? (laughs) The groan of stone. What? I cleared my throat, sorry. <clears throat> they searched around the castle and through the castle, but found no sign of intruders. Most perplexing was the sticky ink on one side of the castle. <coughs> Hagrid peered through the dark toward the lake, but was unable to see the ripples left in the wake of the giant squid. The giant squid slipped beneath the waves, wanting to grin even though his beak was incapable. Inca- he anticipated a very short summer before the professors and students returned. So he had better make the most of it. Well, that was shit. That was, <laughs> yeah. Uh. On a scale of one to Shakespeare, I'll give that a one. A one? Can it be less than a one? <laughs> Can it be No. Can't believe it. I mean... What, a one out of one to Shakespeare. Not only was that like not a great story, it wasn't very well written. Yeah. But I guess what do you expect from... These random fan fictions. Yeah. So it's rated M, English romance, words 1000 plus.
Definitely not very romantic. It's been favourited 517 times. Probably just because it's weird. People like different things, I guess. Mm. Or they've edited it so they can read it for their podcast. So I maintain that that is meant to be like a, a Hogwarts tentacle porn thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Um, I don't really know what to say about it. I mean, it was, it was just weird imagining them talking about a castle as a person. That was the weirdest thing for me, not the squid fucking castle. Yeah. Which was also weird. But. It's also weird that the castle kept changing its accent. <laughs> <laughs> True, the castle did change its accents quite a lot. But yeah, like, at least with the... I suppose at least with the squid, the squid is actually like a living creature, but the castle being like, oh yeah. Yeah. Don't, what are you doing to me? I'm trying to run away and squirt. It's a castle, man. (laughs) You don't move. Well, Colin's given it its one rating out of one to Shetland, so hopefully we'll get something better next time. If anyone's got any suggestions, just uh, let us know. Yeah. Oh, our one listener that we know of. (laughs) (laughs) So, we know what's coming now. It's fortune cookie time, Colin. It's what everyone's been waiting for. (laughs) The best time in the world. As long as I don't have to eat that cookie. (laughs) What's wrong with them? I don't think I've ever eaten them. I get get the impression a lot that people snap open fortune cookies and no one likes eating them. That's because they taste shit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's from an Asian person saying that they taste like shit. I'll have the mighty man's judgment on it. What well, is it? Is it? Is it that they um, taste like shit, or is it just that they taste like nothing? I think it's because they're not actually Asian, are they? Surely they are. No, they're not. They're American. Fortune cookies are an American thing. Yes, yeah, Asian as super dries. <laughs> <laughs> you love super dry. So the uh, fortune cookie for you, Colin, is hidden under the table. What? On this chair. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> That's the sound of Colin opening a fortune cookie. Do you remember what the last one was? Shit, and this one's probably shit as well. It's probably the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got this last one. <laughs> the best time of your lives are still to come. That's what we got last time, wasn't it? No, I think it was different, but it was kind of along the same gist. Wow. But yeah, don't, don't worry, all you one listeners out there. <laughs> the best times of your life are still to come. Especially if you keep listening to this. Definitely. Exactly. Things are only going to get better. Do you ever get confused? Like, do people say, oh, hey, you Japanese or whatever? No. Do they, think do they go up to you and be like, hey, you Chinese? Yeah, I think it's quite obvious I'm Chinese. <laughs> if you say so yeah. that's just me anyway goodbye bye guys thanks for listening bye it's too late now jingle stuff <laughs> 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 <laughs>